Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls. When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown into the sea, which collects fish of every kind. When it is full, they haul it ashore, and sit down and put what is good into buckets, and what is bad they throw away. Thus it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out and separate the wicked from the righteous, and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Do you understand all these things? They replied, Yes. And he replied, Then every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings forth from his storeroom both the new and the old. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One of the great joys of the priesthood is in getting to know people, there is always this kind of insight you have into their lives, whether it's on the most joyful days of their life in their baptism, in the baptism of their children, marriage, in the more difficult moments of life, but also whenever I just encounter people in their homes. And oftentimes people will always show me a little bit of their heart or show me what's truly valuable to them. In that, I will see, oftentimes they will show me a picture of their loved ones, their grandchildren, children, their some sort of family heirloom. Or like, for example, I know that my grandfather always liked to talk about his old farm tractors he fixed up, you know, Farmall, Minneapolis Moline, I forget the other brands that no longer exist. And the many different things that people like to show whenever I come over, something that they maybe collect, they perhaps have a particular heart for. There's always this tendency to bring forth what they love and what they are. And I think in the same way in today's gospel, whenever we hear at the very end, after giving parables that we've been hearing for the past three or four weeks, Jesus says, Then every scribe has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven and is like the head of household, who brings from his storeroom with both the new and the old. I think in many ways this is a story of our hearts as well, the story of us as human beings. As Jesus tells us every, elsewhere, that it's not, that come, it is not what that comes from out, but what comes from within a man that truly defiles. One way or another, we bring forth from our hearts what is truly present there. And sometimes it's not always necessarily a good thing. As I know my tendency towards patience or being short with people comes from, well, some of the darker places of my heart, in the same way for all of us who struggle with sin in different ways. Whether it's a tendency to be short with one's spouse or children, whether it's a struggle with the dark side of the internet, or whatever one's particular sin may be, we bring from our hearts oftentimes from our places of pride and selfishness. But at the same time, the Lord gives us the antidote. He gives us the answer to what should be coming forth from our hearts. And there's this emphasis placed on the one thing and the first two parables shown to us. First, the treasure that one finds in the field and then sells everything and goes and finds. And then again, the pearl of great price, which the merchant goes and sells everything and then buys that pearl. 
there is this thing of great value that puts everything else out, that makes everything else worth getting rid of in order to possess. And as we look at that image, that pearl, that treasure, is the kingdom of heaven. It is Jesus Christ. Pope Benedict so clearly pointed out that whenever Jesus talks about the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God, he is referring directly to himself, and namely the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, his friendship, relationship with Jesus Christ. He is that pearl. He is that treasure. He is that which is worth selling everything we have for, worth giving everything else for. That is the pearl. That is a thing of greatest value. Jesus. Jesus Christ, true God and true man, who came into this world for our sakes. And this is, of course, will put our lives in right order. This doesn't mean that we have to sell literally everything we have or give up everything we have. But everything we have, everything we possess, must be in some way first belong to Jesus, must first belong to the Lord. Our spouse, our children, everything we have, we may hold it as a steward, first and foremost belongs to him. Everything that we have and are should be given first to Christ. Because I think that's an element of this parable that whenever I thought about it, it had to be quite a time-consuming and effort, and a lot of effort on the part of this person who goes and sells everything, whether it's the merchant or the person in the first parable. They probably couldn't just go and find somebody that's going to buy, hey, you want to buy my house and everything I own? They probably had to find somebody to buy their house, then somebody to buy their donkey, somebody to buy their pots, somebody to buy this and that. They probably had to have a sort of ancient garage sale in order to be able to sell everything, which is rather time-consuming and effort-filled. And so it is in our relationship with the Lord. And so it is whenever it comes to carrying out that task of truly selling everything for that pearl, that treasure, which is Jesus Christ himself. And we see this, I think, so well exemplified even in today's first reading from Solomon, or first reading from the first book of Kings about Solomon. We see Solomon at his absolute best. God appears to him and he asks for understanding, right judgment, wisdom. He has his heart put in the right place. He's focused on the one thing most important. Doesn't ask for power. Doesn't ask for riches. Doesn't even ask for victory over his enemies. Just ask for wisdom to understand God's will. The one thing truly necessary. Because I think Oftentimes for myself, I think of prayer, and I think all of us can think in this way at times. That the fruit of our prayer should be joy or should be the warm fuzzies. The ultimate fruit of prayer, the point of prayer, is the acceptance of the will of God. Is the acceptance of our situation in life. That is what the true fruit of prayer is. 
And the fruit of that acceptance of the will of God is then joy. So really, joy is a byproduct of what the primary goal of prayer is, which is acceptance, understanding of God's will, and the courage to carry that out. That is what the fruit of our prayer is to be. And we see Solomon exemplify this. In the very next chapter, after he asked for this gift, we see him deal out some very beautiful and wonderful judgments. But then also, we can see that he did not keep his heart focused on the one thing. As at the end of King Solomon's life, he had 700 wives, two for most every day of the year. He had his heart completely given over to all of them. And it even says that these wives, some of them, led him, to, led him into worship of other gods. The man who built the great temple, one of the seven wonders of the world, one of the most beautiful edifices to the one true God ever to have existed, fell into worship of false gods. He was led astray. And we too, whenever we begin to waver, begin to fall off the wagon, so to speak, need to recognize that everything needs to be given over to him. That we need to bring from our heart the one thing most necessary, which is Jesus Christ, to sell everything for him. And I think whenever we talk about giving ourselves completely over to the Lord, there's always a part of me that struggles, even though I've confessed many sins and tried to bring everything to the Lord in the confessional. But yet there still can be this doubt that I don't want to give the Lord the sins, the me of my youth, or even, for that matter, the sins of yesterday or five minutes ago. Sure, we can give the Lord the good parts of us, our talents, our gifts, the things we like. But it can be a struggle to bring those parts of ourselves that we struggle with, those parts of ourselves that we don't particularly like to look in the mirror at. But the thing is, it says that they sell everything. And I'm sure some of them had to have probably sold their dirty dishes, their moth-eaten rug, and some rather terrible things. And that's the thing. In the confessional, we sell our sin. And the Lord has bought our sin at the price of his blood. He will receive whatever we give him. Take whatever we give him. And in return, he gives us the pearl of great price the treasure in a field. And what is that pearl for us? It stands at the very center of our church, in that tabernacle. Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. The God-man, the same Jesus we hear speak in today's gospel, speaks to this, these beautiful parables, dwells there, is made present on this altar, the Eucharist is that pearl. The Eucharist is that treasure. Because again, 
the kingdom of God, the pearl, the treasure, is Jesus Christ in friendship with him. And the strongest, most intimate, beautiful expression of his friendship, relationship with us, is the Eucharist. It is in the Eucharist that we indeed receive all that we need. We offer him ourselves, our hearts, completely on the altar. And in return, we receive the Godhead. We receive Jesus Christ, the one who died for our sins and rose from the dead to give us a pledge of eternal redemption, eternal life in heaven. That is what we are called to bring forth. We become what we receive, as the great Eucharistic hymn from St. Thomas Aquinas tells us. And receiving the Lord in the Holy Eucharist, and praying in his presence in the Blessed Sacrament, and growing in friendship with him. From our hearts comes truly Jesus Christ, him acting through us, through us earthen vessels, yes, but he works through us. So offer your heart to him, offer him all you are, sell all that you have, and in return, receive the pearl, the treasure of great price, which is Jesus Christ himself, the kingdom of heaven.